Hi, my name is Beth Stanfield. I'm a lawyer, entrepreneur, dance fitness instructor, speaker, and writer. But of all the things I have been and am becoming, the most sacred to me is that I am free. So welcome to the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast, aka BS Free. Hello, loves. I'm so excited to be able to introduce this podcast to you. This is the first episode one of the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast. And so let's jump right in. Let me just go ahead and tell you why the heck I named this podcast Beth Stanfield Free. Well, as the name might suggest, I'm obsessed with freedom. And I don't just mean professional freedom, which is a huge part of my story and one you'll hear a little bit about today, but freedom in every other area of life, freedom personally, mentally, psychologically, relationally, culturally, religiously, spiritually. Uh, there's, there's no L-Y that is off limits here because I am absolutely committed to living my life in freedom, whatever that looks like. And I am an expert, as I know many of you are, in what it looks like to live in captivity. And of course, I am an expert only as to my own brand of bondage. But hear me when I say this. I know that what I have experienced and the dramatic shift that I have undergone in the last 18 months of my life has been so profound and so life-altering that there's no way I could possibly even touch upon this concept of freedom, share any element of my story without you feeling that there might be something there that's for you because what I've got is contagious. I am telling you, if I could create a scratch and sniff for this freedom, or not a scratch and sift. There's that's I'm okay. Child of the of the nineties, a c- candle from Bed Bath and whatever it's called, a three wick candle, and it's the candle season. I would create a freedom candle, and it would be called She Free or something like that, and it would be a bestseller. And you would catch a little bit of that scent, and. You would know it would go right into your senses and you would feel it in your body and you would say, I want more of that. That's what this podcast is, <laughs> I, I guess. It is my attempt to describe in senses, in words, what it actually looks like, what it actually feels like to experience freedom for real. And why am I so passionate about this. I am so passionate about this because it blows my mind the degree to which I was walking, talking, living, surviving in captivity without even being aware of it. So, so much of what we call normal daily living is not freedom. And so as much as I absolutely intend to call out and speak to very evident ways in which we allow ourselves to become consumed and tied down by the things of this world, I am just as much cognizant of and leaning into the effort to find out how it is that we deceive ourselves. These patterns of behavior and thinking that essentially cause us to have an appetite for our own BS. So 
Here is the whole point of this podcast. It comes down to this. I refuse to waste one more second of one more day of all of the days of the rest of my life, this wild, crazy, precious life that we're given, living as someone else under any other constructs, under any requirements and rules that are not mine, the ones that I agree with, the ones that keep me in captivity, silent, small, stuck, insecure, scared. I refuse. I refuse to do that knowingly and I refuse to not do the work that it requires to bring these things into the light, deal with them, and find freedom. I refuse to waste any more time in bondage. I refuse to waste any more of my life not sharing the incredible freedom that I've already experienced in like a year. Because if you can catch that bug, if you can hear a little bit of the passion that I have, and not only the passion that I have, but a a few of the ways that I've learned that I was able to break free, then gracious, I am here for it. Are you here for it? Because if you are, then I am going to pour every cell, every molecule, everything in my body, everything in my mind and my soul, I'm going to pour into this podcast to try to explain how it is that we find ourselves living under rules and requirements that are not meant for us, living lives that were never ours to begin with, and performing in such a way that we prohibit our greatest strength, our greatest gifting, our greatest passion, our greatest joy from operating in the world. I heard this quote repeated on the We Can Do Hard Things podcast this last week, which is my absolute favorite. And it was from Toni Morrison. And she says, the function of freedom is to free someone else. And isn't that it? That is it. That is the function of freedom. That is the entire point of this podcast. And listen, I know that the conditioning, the programming, the expectations, the rules and requirements that we live under, those are a million plus years in the making. We are an adaptive human race and we have learned these behaviors, learned these ways of operating in the world that keep us silent, stuck, scared, small, that keep us this way. Uh, It didn't happen overnight. It happened over millions of years of uh, adaptation. So I'm aware of that. But that doesn't mean I get to waste my life continuing along that line. That doesn't mean that I get to waste one more day, one more second of that day, performing in a manner that I know I was not born for. So I also want to say that I think I'm only dipping my toe in the ocean of freedom. I am nowhere close. I know this. I don't think I'm anywhere close to truly experiencing and understanding what it would look like to live truly free. So I do not profess to come onto this podcast and be the expert in freedom in all its forms. Not at all. What I do profess is to tell you that the particular strand of freedom that I have is contagious. And if you spend a little bit of time around me, you're going to get it. You're going to get 
the freedom. You're going to get what I got. I'm sorry to have to say, but you're going to get it. And here's the other thing. If you get a taste, if you get a sniff of this type of freedom, you're going to want more. I promise you that. You are going to want more. And if you get a taste of it, you will not be able to go back. It will fundamentally alter your chemistry. When you taste and feel and experience freedom, even if it's just a few steps ahead of where you were before, it does in fact change the way that you operate. It does change the way that you think. But let me tell you tell you a few things about what it looks like to be on the other side of a major life shift. And in this one in particular, this is going from a lawyer in a large law firm. I have been in private practice for 18 years. And I went from being completely and totally stuck, use that terminology, I think it would be appropriate, but as a matter of fact, I didn't even know I was stuck. I was on the conveyor belt of the legal profession where you perform, you do well, you get a raise, you get a, a attaboy, you keep performing better, you keep getting raises, you keep getting more attaboys. In that environment, freedom is not even a word. It's not even issue. It's not even something that we talk about. Um, the only issue, the only word, the only thing that is important is success, right? So the only thing that I'm concerned about in that environment is whether or not I'm successful. Freedom? That is not a part of the corporate yes girls lexicon. Freedom? Is that even a thing? No, it is not a thing. If anything, freedom, the concept of freedom in a corporate environment like that is... It's somewhat of a myth, and I, I think that there are individuals, women who are called to be the change in that type of an environment, and I, I, do, I do not denigrate that process in any way. I think that that is, is a gift and a calling, but what I can tell you in my particular environment, and because of the type of person that I am and who I was created to be, and how I was created to move in this world, personally and professionally, uh, the only question that I had, it wasn't, am I free professionally? It, it was, am I doing a good job? To me, that's all that really mattered. I mean, and if there was any freedom that was packed up in that question, I, I would appreciate it. But ultimately the goal, the goal was to make the boss happy, the clients happy. And there's nothing wrong with making, <laughs> making your clients happy. It's a good thing when that happens. But my ultimate goal and where I, the, the beginning and the end of my ability to, to see beyond my cage, because I was in a cage, my ability to see the four walls of that cage was limited by the fact that all I was consumed by was performing at the absolute top of my level. And I was am and was very capable of doing that. And that was the end of the story. Did you do A plus work? Did you outperform your peers? Did you do a good job? Did you get the end of your bonus? The end of your <laughs> bonus. 
Dang. 18 years as a high-performing attorney, and I'm still concerned about the end-of-year bonus. I mean, I'm laughing about it now because, y'all, I... (laughs) That's why I'm laughing. The amount of money that I sweated over, slaved over, toiled, anxiety, up at night, worried. Did I do all the right things? Say the right things. Did I put everything in the email correctly? Everything in the right order, the right tone? I mean, all day long, every day. And and yet, at the end of the, the year, the bonus, man... It's okay. It's not bad money. And I'm not saying that it's bad money, but what I am prepared to be making as an entrepreneur and a business owner, owning my own firm and launching my dream business is it just makes it so stupid and so laughable because it doesn't even compare. Monetarily, it doesn't compare. And it certainly was not worth the amount of time and energy and agony that I put in to making sure that I remained in good stead by the superiors that who did not know me, probably didn't even know my last name, were looking at metrics at the end of the year to determine whether or not I got the end of your bonus. So anyway, it's just all so stupid sometimes. And I'm glad I can laugh about it now. But the point is, those were the metrics that were set out for me. And I don't think I ever graduated psychologically from an associate mentality. And when I say that, that's going to make some of you attorneys out there cringe. And I know it makes me cringe too. But here's what I mean. I never graduated from that need to prove myself all the time. It never went away. And it it really didn't even make sense on paper. I outperformed. I continued to as an attorney, hit it out of the ballpark and apply myself as well as I possibly could in every environment, in every case that I've ever had and still do and will always do because that's just the type of person that I am. But the point is, is that it was never enough. I was still always striving for the approval of the individual above me, the, the partner, the boss, whatever, even when I was a partner many, many years ago. Um, I still had that mentality where I will not be satisfied unless I know that I have been approved of by those in any place of authority for me. And okay, so listen, I am not advocating that you don't perform at your highest level in any environment that you're in. I absolutely advocate to go all in with your calling and your dreams. But here is the thing that I did not understand while I was in that environment, and I only understand it now. I was not created to be in an environment, in a hierarchical type of environment like that, where it would always be a rat race. It would always be a function of finding myself in a position of having to prove myself and make myself approved of by those in a position of authority over me. I was not built for that. So I know that now because now I'm on the other side of it. 
And the reason why it kept me in a cage for way too long, and if you think 18 years is too long, I think we can all agree that's a little long to be in a cage. What kept me there for so long was the fact that it's never ending. It literally will never end because that's always going to be the requirement when you're the employee, when you're one in the seat, being given the metrics at the end of the year and being, you know, tantalized by the idea of the end of year bonus or the equity partnership or the whatever next layer it is to equity partnership. And I'm just describing just how they work. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but what I am saying is that for me, it was a cage. And for me, the reason why I know this is because not only am I outside of the cage, but here's what I know. I was not created to operate professionally in an environment where I had to make myself approved of and successful and do all the right things for that position and person in authority. I was not born for that. I was born to be the chooser. I was born not to say, choose me, choose me, choose me, choose me. I was born to be the one making the choices. I was born to be the one of the choosing. I was born to be the one who was the boss. And if we're just talking boss of me, I'll take it. And as of right now, guess what, guys? I am the sole employee of my company. I am the boss of me and that's it. I am the boss of me. That is freedom, y'all. I'm telling you. And that may not sound like music to each and every one of you, but I will tell you this. It makes all the difference. On September 18, 2023, so we're talking about a little less than two months ago, I gave my two-week notice to that firm. I left and... In a short period of time after that, just about six weeks after that, I officially launched the uh, opening of my new business, Lyona, which is a legal services and business building platform that is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and people who are just like me right now in a corporate world or in any type of working environment and you believe that maybe there's another way to do this whole thing and you're longing for freedom, or maybe you're just sick and tired of the rat race. Um, whatever the case may be, that is what my business is all about. It's, it's calling to you, but it's also providing you the support and the resources that you need from a legal perspective, a branding perspective, and a business consulting perspective. That is the business. And guess what? It is launched. It's official in the world. But the thing that I'm most excited about is the fact that I'm free. I am free from the cage. And it went so quickly. I can't hardly believe how quickly this happened because 18 months ago, I absolutely would never in a million years consider the idea of starting my own business, doing anything on my own, leaving a large law firm. Yeah. I, I had basically my dream job. I was making good money there. I was doing the thing that I thought that I had worked all those years to do. I had made it, right? Why in the world would I literally leave cold turkey? I mean, like, 
I went from salary to zero. Why would I do that? It honestly, it really did. As I was leading up to it felt really, really crazy. And definitely there were people that definitely looked at me like I was crazy when I started really speaking this stuff out loud. But it definitely didn't happen overnight. Um, Like I have said multiple times already, the process of the mental and psychological and emotional journey, quite frankly, that I've been on over the last year plus has been pretty dramatic, but it got me to the place where I, A, first had to realize I don't like this. I don't think that I was meant to live like this. I don't think that if I, if I continue in this pathway, all I'm going to get is more of what I got. That's it. And I don't like what I got. I want to be able to operate in this world and live as myself where I can publish dance videos on the interwebs and not feel like there's going to be someone from the HR department that's going to have a problem with it or another dude in a meeting that's going to have a problem with it. I want to be able to live my entire whole life and not keep parts of it separated to make uh, the actual or the perceived audience comfortable. I want to be able to manage a business in such a way that I actually reach people And do what I have been doing for 18 years and have gotten really good at, but do it in such a way where I can equip and inspire other women to become their own bosses, to make their own money, to find their own freedom professionally. And I know how crazy that sounds. I mean, if there are some of you listening to this right now that are in a corporate environment or any type of a work environment where you feel a little stuck and uninspired, the idea of starting your own business or doing anything on the side even seems impossible, crazy, and cost prohibitive. And I understand all that. But if there's a part of you that says, at least, that sounds interesting, then tune in. I'll keep telling you the rest of the story, how it started, how it's going, where it's going. I'm just amazed. I'm incredibly amazed and humbled by the fact that I get to do what I do. And ultimately, the reason why I get to do what I do is because I decided to. That's what it came down to. Ultimately, I decided to do it. I decided I was done waiting to be chosen. I was going to be the chooser. And I chose me. And I chose my dream. And I chose my life. And I chose this. I chose this experience. I chose doing it this way. And I'm not going to lie. It has been the scariest thing that I have done. Maybe second scariest. I'll tell you about the scariest in another at another time but it has been the scariest thing I've ever done professionally um, but what I want to share with you and again if I could package this up somehow and deliver it to your door with your other Amazon purchases I would do it what I want to try to communicate to you is the incandescent effervescent just incredibly combustible energy that I have and belief that I have because I took the leap of faith 
and I bet on myself and I chose me. And the fact that I did that has brought so much extraordinary freedom into my life. There is no way I'm going back. Do y'all hear that? There is no way I'm going back. Here's what I know. Choosing yourself is not crazy. Deciding that you are not going to waste any more of your life living a life that was not meant for you, that is not crazy. Here's what I think is crazy. I think it is crazy to know that you are in a cage, but also know that there's no lock on the door and you can walk out anytime you want to. And yet you stay there. That's crazy. But I'm not here to judge you. I will not do that. I am not here to tell you that you should have done it earlier because that's what you're already thinking. You're already thinking, I know I've been in a cage. I know it's been open and I'm still here. Why haven't I gotten out yet? Stop doing all that. I'm just here to tell you that it's time to get out. It's time to be free. It's time to stand up. Say your goodbyes to your fellow captives. Look at the door. Walk through the door. And I'll be on the other side with the candle from Bed Bath & Beyond the Body Place. The candle called She Free. It's time, y'all. We've got too much to do in this life to stay in the cage. I believe that with every cell of my body. So thanks for joining me on this first episode of the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast. I hope that you loved it and I hope you come back. Bye.